Okay, should we start the podcast? Let's start the podcast. All right. God. Well, he's enjoying himself. (laughs) He's all posted up. See, I would like to have the dogs in here, but they're fucking crazy. They'll start barking if they hear anything. They'll like try to dig a hole to China through the air mattress. Or they'll get a wild hair up their butt and try to like chase. I don't. It's just too much. It's too much. It is too much. I agree. <laughs> I agree. That's that's that, guys. You need a break, girl. This is your break time. Mm, if right? ever you get, yeah. If ever you exactly. get a break, this is it. <sighs> Decompress. Okay, let's start focus. <laughs> I feel like we already did, but you know how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, okay. let's go. <laughs> Welcome back to No Thank You Next. I'm Megan, and I talk about true crime stories that happen while dating. And I'm Rachel, and I talk about true crime stories that happen while married. Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Part two. uh, Yeah, if you're here and you didn't listen to part one, go back. Go back. (laughs) We talk a lot about Rachel Hollis. Mm -hmm. Just for that. You don't want to miss it. You don't want (laughs) to miss it. Have you guys? Oh, my God. We never said happy Mother's Day, Rachel. Oh. Son of a bitch. I just got so angry about Rachel Hollis and Demi Lovato. I just... Didn't even tell you happy Mother's Day. Belated. Okay, I just knew. Sorry. Belated right. to you and my mother. Sorry. I know. Our number one fan. <laughs> our number one fan mom. I love I'll it. give you guys She's a like special our... shout out. Thanks. She's like our like our team mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love Truly. it. Happy Mother's Day to happy belated Mother's Day to everybody. We did think of you. We just we did. Uh, if I leave, no, nope, I won't. But we did discuss Mm-mm. it. Just mm-hmm. went on a tangent. So it if happens. You're new here. That happens every week. So yep, yep. <laughs> we're we're always here to tell you the things you already knew. And, <laughs> you know, that's our mascot barking. Hey, <laughs> you should see his face. He looked over. Like, hey, hey. Oh, he's not doing that. Hey! Oh, it's the sirens. Yeah. I was like, why is he barking? Hold for now sirens and chaos outside. Mm-hmm. His biggest nemesis. <laughs> I don't know what it does to his ears. Like, he doesn't like it. If I tell him it's okay, usually he pumps him. It's okay, dude. Hey, it's okay. He gave me the nastiest look when I said hey for the first time. <laughs> like excuse me bitch i am expressing myself (laughs) so they seem to have passed uh (laughs) anyways (laughs) (laughs) let's get back into the story so let's do it i'm off i'm off for that recap girl recap jody and travis meet at his mlm she becomes mormon to date him he then loses all respect for her and their future because she had sex with him even though it takes two to tango they end up dating for six months and then jody does what no one does and moves to mesa arizona after the breakup and under the facade of wanting to be a better mormon after a year of her playing games with travis she tells police she moved to northern california so she doesn't know how he would he could have been killed but she's terribly upset about it all so so much so she contacted police on her own 
They hadn't even had a chance to find her number. But when they asked all of her, all of his friends who done it, they all said Jody. So let's jump back in. So since she had been gone since April, but friends are telling detectives it's Jody, where was Jody in the days before Travis's murder? Well, Jody tells detectives that she last spoke to Travis a week before he died and that she was not fully honest with Travis, but she was taking a trip that week to go to Utah to meet with a man she was seeing. She said Travis gave her a hard time because he wanted her to visit Arizona, but she kept saying she had business in Utah and just couldn't make it. She said they weren't open about their dating lives. She was meeting a man named Ryan Burns. This new love interest uh, had been, I, you know, I don't know if he was part of the Mormon church, but basically she just was not ex- telling anyone about him except for detectives Mm -hmm. but thing was she left for her trip on june 2nd to visit ryan and she didn't get there until june 5th and what should have been a two-day drive she appeared happy and excited to be there but what happened to the two-ish days that didn't account for her drive to utah the only Mm -hmm. thing that seems different is that when she arrives she had surprised ryan with new dark brown hair and he noticed she had cuts all over her fingers and she said it was from bartending so she seems to have an alibi not Mm -hmm. so what comes back from evidence oh just the little memory card from the camera with loads of photos of jody and travis naked with the time and data date data attached so they want to interview jody in person this over the phone business that they've been doing just isn't enough obviously they now have so much evidence to answer well they go to eureka on july 15th and bring her in they explain that they know the exact day that he died and they want to know her exact route that she took from northern california to utah she never once asks why they brought her in or why they're asking to know her route she took just one second one pause if you will and then asked for a piece of paper to draw her route to utah she went down the coast of california which is not a direct route to utah but okay she goes <laughs> down the coast through pasadena bitch it's a long ass drive from here i live near pasadena what the fuck <laughs> like, i'm not going to what it so, doesn't make sense doesn't make any sense then she goes no. up through nevada she doesn't hit up las vegas Mormons don't hit up las vegas she says she never once even grazed arizona She says she was just so damn tired from that coastal drive that she stopped and took a 10-hour nap in her car and then drove to Utah. (laughs) I can't even take a damn 30-minute nap in my car. No. It's impossible. No. But detectives tell her, okay, let's just say you happen to sleep in your car for 10 hours. What about 18 hours that are still missing? 
Mm-hmm. So she begins to just say she was never at Travis's house. She just keeps saying that I was never at Travis's house. Well, since she clearly isn't being honest, they just tell her, look, we have your hair and your palm print in blood. And she's like, okay, I can explain it all. I don't know about the palm print, but my hair is everywhere in that house. And one time I bled. Then it's like, okay. He's like, all right, that's not working. So he then pulls out photos and she's like, what photos? And he's like, well, (laughs) let me show you. She's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. So first he says, I have some photos of Travis. And she's like, I don't know why anyone would want to take photos of Travis naked. I don't even know. And I don't even know anyone that he would allow to do that for him. Well, she just completely plays dumb. And she's like, uh, she's like, it's all so weird. So <laughs> let's see. Sorry, I lost my place. So she's denying, denying, denying. And then she tries to say, oh, so finally the detective's like, okay let's play this game and he keeps pulling photos of travis he has like a whole print of them and then he goes well what about this one it looks like you and she's like i mean i guess i guess it could look like me like she like even like leans over the table to get as close as you can like he puts a folder over her like actual body parts and it's just her Mm -hmm. face and she's like i guess yeah i mean i don't know i'm not sure when those were taken Okay, she's naked in the bed, full on posing with goddamn braids in her hair. Like, girl, it's you. And she's mm-hmm. just denying, 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 denying. Well, oh unbeknownst to Jody, she took a photo of her own leg, pant leg, during the murder. So she tries to say, that's not her foot. But the officer's like, but aren't those your pants? And she's just like, uh, no, 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 I would never do that to Travis. I would never do that to Travis. Just like freaking out. She starts crying. She's just simply not budging or admitting to anything. So they have enough evidence to arrest her. So they just basically give her her Miranda rights and they start the paperwork on arresting her um they leave the room and she does the okay she was just crying minutes before saying how she would never hurt travis and then you look in the room she's doing handstands and then begins to sing the star spangled banner what the fuck what yeah like super just like turn the switch off just wasn't sad anymore is that the star singer band? <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> she starts singing that shit like oh my truly God. just like so fucking detached so here's the most shocking thing when being told she's going to be booked and her photo will be taken she asks this I have a trivial question and it's going to reveal how shallow I am. But before you book me, can I clean myself up a bit? Uh, no. Um, what? Bitch, no. They didn't say that, no. but they were like, of course, no. You're going to look horrendous like the disgusting piece of trash that you are. Exactly. Obviously, she, 
I mean, she hadn't been questioned that long. She really didn't look like that horrendous, but the sheer fact that that was her first fucking thought, not like I'm going down for murder. Right. What the fuck guys? She's detached. There's something so detached. So detached. So yeah, just something's missing us is loose up in there Mm -hmm. so on the second day after her being booked they bring her in to interrogate her further of course to get more information they think okay let's try a different angle they bring in a female officer thinking okay let's do the whole men are trash angle maybe she'll open up like we'll become buddies and she'll tell us some information on like oh travis whatever but jody completely shuts down doesn't even say a word she lays her head on the table they ask if she wants to talk to a male detective and she says yes she finally opens up to the male detective but it's all lies she's protecting someone she says for the crime but she can't say who then she says a couple came in and murdered travis like a man and a woman they knew it was all bullshit because there's absolutely no evidence to support any of these claims it was all personal so once they got travis out of that shower because he was sitting so awkwardly his head was down but he had been stabbed 27 times in the neck and he was almost decapitated And then the casing that they found, he was shot one time in the head. What? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So, which stabbings are so fucking personal. I mean, of course there's people that just have like knives on the street and they stab people randomly, but that type of stabbing is incredibly anger. Like there's just a lot of anger behind it. Mm -hmm. and she had cuts on her fucking fingers so jody's mom is brought in for questioning and it turns out they had a horrible relationship jody had hid a lot of her life from her parents when she was in eighth grade she grew pot in her bedroom and the police came and raided her bedroom like (laughs) imagine a little eighth grader and police are like we need to search in your daughter's bedroom like that's such a small little kid yeah so this of course put her parents and her at odds eventually jody moved out of her parents home her junior year in high school because her parents gave her a curfew which is like every fucking teen's life in the entire world like exactly be grateful your parents give a fuck where you are like i don't exactly. know it could be so much worse so she decided that it was just too much so she moved in with her boyfriend and they had a strained relationship but in 2008 she came to her parents after all of this with travis had gone down which is like the first time she had gone to her parents and suddenly one day she's like i have to leave They asked what was going on, but she just kept saying she couldn't tell them anything. I might be blamed for something bad. And now her parents, now being interrogated, are like, oh, this makes perfect sense. So after getting all the evidence and interviewing everyone in her life, they begin to prep for the trial. Well, Jody is so bored waiting for the trial. She goes on Inside Edition. She spews the lies about the two people coming in and killing him and they're throwing facts at her and she's like, 
God, Travis, and I know I'm innocent and a jury will find the same. She then goes on to hold many, many more press conferences where she thought she could flirt her way out of this. She is seen putting on makeup before each and every interview. And it's like, bitch, you're being accused of fucking murder. And this is her press junket for a fucking movie. Wow. This is before she even finds a lawyer. And of course, lawyers, or his name is Kirk Nurmi. His number one rule is don't fucking talk on TV, bitch. But (laughs) he realized very quickly that this client would be unlike any other and refused to stop going on television. So when they met, he remembers them being, or remembers Jody being incredibly casual, not at all the type of client that would be fighting for their fucking life for being wrongfully convicted. Once Kirk explains to Jody, the intruder angle isn't going to work in court. She changes her story to make Travis look like a horrible man. She's like, let's just try this angle. Like, okay, uh. I can change my whole story now. I've done a whole press junket, but let's try this. She's all, well, Travis was an incredibly abusive person. He would degrade me in bed and get this. He was a pedophile. Oh my God. Yeah. So this, of course, was their new angle for the trial. So now five years after the killing on January 2nd, 2013, the trial begins. People were lined up and some even coordinated their vacations to go to this trial. Oh, my God. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, I don't know if these are Mormon people or if they're like, people like us like little nexters but honestly that's i'd rather go to hawaii like i then just don't go even, to him yeah, yeah like, I, they're gonna put that shit on tv watch it at the beach like what <laughs> what? <laughs> what like oh my god coordinate your damn vacation people so now when it comes to trials the number one rule most people follow is never take the stand Mm-hmm. Well, Judy, like she did in interviews, she loves to talk, talk, talk. So she figured if she got on that stand, she could either flirt with the jury or kind of trick them into being her best friend and basically that she's innocent. I don't know. So they had a surprise witness the entire trial and it turned out to be her. So her lawyer asks her so oh by the way she is on the stand for two full days what two full days hours of questioning oh god so her lawyer starts it off of course because he's her she's his witness and he's like did you kill travis and she says yes i did and then from there they try to ruin Travis's character for the rest of the line of questioning. Oh they use texts and audio tapes to prove this, but Jody pretended she was a full on victim in these texts, but they chose those texts very wisely and they only showed certain parts of it to really give you a picture of 
Travis. But the reality was, if you continue reading a lot of those texts or listening to perhaps his side of the voicemails, they both were very emotionally abusive to one another or very toxic, I should say. Mm -hmm. Once she is questioned by the prosecution, she all of a sudden doesn't remember anything and begins to cry through every question. When she had been calm and almost chill, like it was as if she was about to like lean back in the fucking chair and like put her feet up next to the judge while her lawyer was questioning her. Oh my God. The wildest thing was one of the inmates in the same prison as her had access to Twitter. So Jody made a fa- made a fan account and would give commentary of the day on Twitter, basically talking shit about the prosecution and his line of questioning. Oh my like, god! It was like Girl. she was her own publicist, and or maybe her like the other inmate was her publicist, and basically she would be like the inside scoop. Like right. it was like tabloid central. It's so oh wild. So like I said, yeah, right? Like (laughs) I I just can't (laughs) like like we know her name. So yes, it's in some ways she became famous, right? Mm -hmm. But like I just like I, I am curious what her life is today. Like I know she's still like what people would say pretty is. But it's like, I don't know, like, would men write in and, like, want to be with her? I don't know. Like, is that same shit? I don't know. That's, I mean, that's how it was with a lot of, like, women writing to male inmates, like, the Night Stalker. They would write letters. Yeah, but I was like, do you think men are like that? Ah, yeah. (laughs) You do? But it means, like, I do have, like whatever it's called conjugal visits or anything like it's not like no. they can like be with her but you think that she's just like so charming enough yeah and I think that there's a lot of people who are sick in the head who feel like this is a turn-on for them and that yeah. they uh, they approach it in a way where it's like it's it's not tangible yet but like if she ever gets out like I could or I could meet her I could go and I could visit her and I okay. could talk to her yeah that's fair like, the hottest thing ever like yeah I, I definitely yeah think. you could I mean, also be murdered but you know <laughs> yeah that's but, just uh, my women logical brain function <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think that there's men out there that are just the same as women writing to inmates who have committed murder and like insane crimes oh yeah absolutely oh yeah <laughs> okay. all right you convinced me okay <laughs> You have convinced me. So, mm. like I said, Jody was on the stand for two full days, and it's believed that her lawyer put her up there for so long in hopes the jury would either fall in love with her or feel pity for her and not find her guilty. And in the end, it obviously didn't work. Jody was found guilty of first degree murder, and Jody was shocked. Like, <laughs> I bet she was. <laughs> yeah. She looked to the jury like, what? besties what (laughs) like I spent two days up there talking to you like Mm -hmm. so fucking shook Jody was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole and in March of 2020 she was denied another trial and her sentence was upheld so Jody will hopefully die in prison 
never again having sex with another man (laughs) using her v to charm any other men her v card got revoked yeah Ooh, i like that that. (laughs) (laughs) i like that a lot but yeah dude i just felt like i didn't know all the like all the little things about it like especially her lawyer putting her on the stand for so long mm-hmm. um or that she spoke for so long like jesus i know you, i've talked i know like what do you talk about and then she yeah. has selective memory when it comes to the prosecution asking Ugh. her questions of like of course mm, i i don't recall i don't recall that is <laughs> so nuts yeah i don't recall i don't recall wow Excuse me, wow. I'm in the middle of recording a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like the dude wants to go outside. Okay. I mean, I'm still in the middle of recording. Look, jeez. Jesus Christ. No respect in this home. Oh my God. Is Bob taking Gene like, outside? Quiet. Yeah, like he's quietly like being like, buddy, buddy, you wanna go? But he's just fucking staring at him like, what the fuck am I on my cozy blanket? Jesus so funny. Oh my God. Anyways. Mm. <laughs> what a gem what a gem of a right. human <laughs> anyways oh, guys that's so awful about travis i know mm. so sad and it and it's so crazy that you like that you bring up his name in the first part mm-hmm. of this and it's like no i don't know who that is like that name doesn't ring a bell and then you bring right? up jody and it's like oh of course but it's like yeah oh, that's so sad that I we know. don't recognize him first because i know he should still be here i know okay there's a lot of trash men that are still here no one deserves to be murdered that's for damn sure that's so So, awful mm, mm, mm. exactly all right (laughs) well guys we completed the story we did it that's our job we did it megan did it came yeah i did it i did a lot i did the (laughs) research but you know what yeah Rachel was the audience. I appreciate <laughs> your audience ship. Audience and round thank of, you. Round yes, of applause. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, Working together as a team. Yes. Mm-hmm. But anywho, guys, we got a lot of shit to do, you know? I never know how to end this. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting a bit toasty up in here. Uh, I feel like I'm sweating. I don't know why. Anyways, okay. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I just smell my pits. <laughs> I just superstarred it. I superstar. <laughs> uh, okay, guys. So well, right. I hope you enjoyed this episode and last episode. Stay super. <laughs> Stay super. <laughs> and we'll see y'all next week for another horrible story. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.